Welcome to this podcast. My conversations are about how I overcame some of the greatest challenges of my life by using spiritual principles. My first book, Answers from Within, which is available on Amazon, is a spiritual guide to finding answers to work-life issues. My newest book, For the Love of My Father, also available on Amazon, is the current focus of this podcast and is a spiritual guide for women healing from the absence of a father. Having grown up without my father and eventually realizing the impact this had in my life, I'm happy to share my healing journey with those seeking healing. If you are seeking healing from this issue, this podcast is for you. This is particularly important at this time since women are seeking to take their rightful place in the world. The book and my discussions also seek to help the men who support women who've had this life experience and fathers who were absent. Let's get started. Hello, hello, hello. We are back again, and I'm going to continue from last week um, the discussion that we had about protecting your children's essential self. Several things came up after that last YouTube video, so I really want to take the time to expand on a few things. First, I want to say that in the discussions that we're having, I'm coming from a woman's perspective, but this goes both ways. There are many men who are single fathers and are dealing with an absent mother and with circumstances in which the absent mother is basically also causing trauma and damage to their children. So although I'm coming from the perspective of a daughter without a father and from a woman's perspective in all regards, this and the things that I say all go both ways. The other thing is and I said it, I think I say it pretty frequently, but I want to be clear because this is not about being, you know, talking negatively about men and talking ne negatively about fathers in general. I have been very clear. It's clear in the book for the love of my father available on Amazon. And I've been very clear about the fact that I adored my father and basically always have adored him. In fact, in the book, uh, there's a story towards the end about a dream that I had after he died. And so I never stopped, despite the ugly, the bad, the sad, the pain, the drama, everything that happened. But I was still very much, you know, enchanted by my dad, just simply because he was my dad. And there's a there's a very old Eddie Murphy joke. Um, Eddie Murphy used to be a stand-up comedian, used to be on the road, and I some of you, my younger viewers probably don't know who he is, or <laughs> Mr. Mr. Murphy wouldn't be happy to hear me say that, but maybe he's not as well known. But he used to have a joke about um, the ice cream truck, and again, the ice cream truck is not even popular anymore. But there was a time in which we had ice cream trucks, and the ice cream truck ice cream truck would drive through the neighborhood and all the kids would lose their minds and run. Well, that's kind of how I describe my relationship with my dad. Like if somebody said, daddy, that was like the ice cream cup, the ice cream truck is coming and you lost your mind because daddy is coming. And that was just 
the excitement. And, and that was so, that was very much to the extent that even many, many years later, 30 years later, and that story is also in the book, when, when I see him um, before he died, the first thing that came out of my mouth was daddy. And daddy with that sense of innocent and that, that childish, you know, admiration, daddy. And uh, that continued to be the case for my entire life. When somebody said daddy, it was like the ice cream truck was coming, you know, and I remained hopeful despite the fact that things were very, very bad um, and many phases. I was always hopeful because there was a part of me that recognized that this was my daddy. So this continued to be the case until the very end. And I think that that was probably part of the dance and the drama between my dad and I. Now, the point that I want to, one of the points that I want to focus in on today is that we as women pick a man to be the father of our children, consciously or unconsciously. And then what happens is things don't go well for those, not for everybody, obviously, for those of us where things don't go well, we sometimes then decide to speak badly about the father of our children the very man that we picked and the worst part about it that's not bad enough because you could talk to your girlfriends about what you think this guy is doing wrong or what's wrong with him or whatever you want to say i mean we know women can sometimes go off and it's like you dirty dog i can't believe it. and he's low down and all the things that we say right um and we do that and that would be one thing to do that with your girlfriends. I'm not suggesting that if the father of your children is a low down, dirty dog, that you can't say that to another adult. What I am talking about is that you cannot and should not, I mean, you can do anything you want. You should not torture and damage your children by talking to them about the person that you chose, generally speaking, consciously or unconsciously to be their father that is where the problem lies all of us have issues all of us will have issues as we live on the planet and as a woman and a woman in this particular circumstance where you are a single mother raising a daughter or even a son with the absence of a father why would you add additional baggage to the burden that this child is going to have by being uh, fatherless or by growing up with an absent father. You have the ability, the potential ability, to save your children from this additional damage by not speaking negatively about their parent. Now, I always think that we are very fortunate because in this day we can discuss and talk about these things and maybe even the fact that there's a YouTube video that you could go look at about something, uh, something like this. We have the ability to get information. Maybe 30, 40, 50 years ago, this information was not available. Nobody was discussing it. And therefore, people just behaved however they behaved. Well, what I promised was that I was going to tell you how I resolved this issue for myself. I told you before that my dad didn't have particular words, but it was clear that he was not 
let's put it like lightly liking my mom she spoke openly about what she believed about him she spoke to her friends in my presence and she told me what she believed about whatever was was happening there was just no question about that and i listened i mean i had no choice as a child but to listen and that continued through most of my life and i have to tell you that i was way past my 30s when i finally developed the intestinal fortitude to say to my mom this was your choice this was your issue you picked him and we are not going to have any additional conversations about him. I mean, I literally had that conversation and had to say it in those words. And I say intestinal fortitude because, you know, you could say something like that. And if you said that when you were in, in another time, right? If you said that as a child to your mother, you could lose some teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you could have some uh, some other signs of physical violence that would have come towards you. And so even though as an adult, my mother probably would never have, you know, smacked me or hit me or anything along those lines. You got that, that programming where you know that you could get a smack for, for what would be considered to be rude. But this is the bottom line of it. You do not have a right to torture your children by speaking negatively about their parent, a parent that you chose and a parent that you have the responsibility for managing. Your job is to protect your child, not to torture and not to damage. So fortunately, after I said that to my mom, it's been many years since that happened, I, I saw that there were certain circumstances in which she was getting off the the track a few times and over the years and i guess that's how the universe works because it kind of tests you like are you serious do you really not want to do that and over the years i had to say no i don't want to do that we're not having a conversation that's my dad you picked him and therefore you have to deal with this conversation you can have that conversation with your friends that conversation you're not going to have with me now um that's difficult for a child to do i would never have been able to say that to my mom as a child and that's why i'm telling you from my experience you can avoid putting your child in this situation now the other thing is that i speak about the fact that you you need to develop the capacity to not speak negatively about your child's father, despite the probability that he might be speaking negatively about you. And when I say develop the, cap the capability or the capacity, I'm not just talking about like personal will, like, oh, I'm gonna develop the capacity to, you know, not speak badly or to withstand the fact that he's doing it. I'm talking about how you develop yourself spiritually so that you are able to know better and to do better. So that you know, listen, first of all, nobody gets away with anything. 
um, things take a long time to play out. If you are raising a child and it takes basically 20 years to raise a child and, and you're able to understand that you know you are attempting to protect that child and it's gonna take a long time for that to play out, but that you are willing to make sure that you don't add additional damage and you apply all the spiritual principles and you get all the spiritual understanding that you need, then you would be able to withstand. If your child's father decides that he wants to speak negatively about you, he will bear the consequences for whatever he's doing. You can only bear the consequences for what you're doing. And the one thing that I want you to remember is that it doesn't matter whose fault it is because when your children become adults and they begin to suffer because of the trauma that their parents have created, it won't matter whose fault it was. Your children will suffer and you will suffer watching them suffer. So if you're able to de develop a long-term perspective to understand spiritual principles, nobody ever get gets away with anything on the planet. You understand that doing the right thing is the right thing in and of itself, that you don't need another, you know, you're not gonna get kudos because you didn't speak badly. The only thing that you're gonna get is to know that you'll be able to go to bed at night because your children will not be having one more weight added to the their bag of life. And there's so many different things that we can do. None of this is easy, I always say that. And I always talk about the fact that, you know, we need a lot of different resources. I, in the book, talk about the fact that, you know, I've had all kinds of therapy, spiritual ter therapy, psychological therapy, and I, I think therapy is like, um, you know, just like going to the emergency room. If something's off, there's nothing wrong with getting the help you need. Whether you get psychological therapy, whether you get spirit, spiritual therapy, or whether you just find the tools that you need, because towards the end of the book, I talk about the tools that I use that were helpful. But the thing about all of this is that there's no set rule. Each and every one of us has to find the tools that really work for us. But you have to be willing, that's the one thing. If you know that you need help, if you know, for example, that you need help because it's driving you crazy that this guy is probably talking crazy about you to your children and you're gonna need some help. You need to decide, listen, I really need some help and I'm gonna go look for it because otherwise I'm gonna make my kids crazy and they will ultimately suffer as a result of this post-traumatic stress that their father and I are creating for them. So you go get help. A lot of times people say, well, you know, I may need to go to therapy or uh, whatever other thing I need and it costs a lot of money and I can't afford it. Well, you start where you are. Whether it's reading a book, I mean, this is a book that talks about daddy issues. If you know you have daddy issues and you're not in a position right now, by the way, the book is For the Love of My Father, and available on Amazon. And if you 
know that you're not in a position to go to therapy. There are books that you can read. There are YouTube videos such as this one that you can get to get started, to get yourself on your way. But if you know you need help, today we have the ability to go out and get help for virtually anything. And this issue, protecting our children, protecting the purity of what that essential self, that pure being that comes into the world to keep them as clean and pure and as unburdened as possible. That's a responsibility. And if you need to work on yourself to be able to be a better parent with regards to that, start where you are, start with what you can afford, read a book, read, uh, look at a video, go to, you know, a counselor, uh, a, a spiritual counselor, find resources that are re within your reach. And, you know, if you go to my website, there is, um, oliviasbenson.com we have products and one of them is this is a cup it's also available as a t-shirt and it says i'm willing to do the work to be whole and that's the whole thing are we willing to do the work to be whole please if this video has been helpful to you please like it please subscribe to my channel if you know someone that can use a video like this also please share it with them um, my website is oliviasbenson.com. I got to add the S because of Taylor Swift's cat. And um, look for me, author Olivia Benson, on Facebook. I'm, I'm on Twitter. And of course, um, I think that's, is that everything? Twitter, Instagram. Yes, also on Instagram. So like and subscribe to my video and check out my products because this one, I am willing to do the work to be whole, is a good summary of what it is that we need to do sometimes in order to really be able to advance in our lives. Take care, till next time, bye.